Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know what? Let's talk to a guy who I would never, ever murder. <laughs> the Mac is back. A turnaround shot that rattled wide. Subban, one more try, deflected over the net, and the Pittsburgh Penguins again are the Stanley Cup champions. Chris Mack, a little toss. Here comes a gadget play. Randall L. He can throw. He was a quarterback in college. And he's thrown a touchdown to Heinz Ward in the Super Bowl. Bringing all his college plays. Barkley from inside his own five. Barkley with a lead. Barkley with a burst. Barkley down the sideline. Saquon Barkley wins the opening kick. 97 yards. Touchdown, Nick Neal. Double D, nice work. Did I even hear an Antoine Randall L reference in there? Let's bring in Chris Mack, host of the BetQLU podcast. A new episode drops tonight on the Odyssey YouTube channel. You can also check him out as host on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. Chris, before we get to the important stuff, well, maybe this is the important stuff. Have you sent off your DNA, sir? I haven't. I would do it. I would. If I, well, it's, it's expensive, isn't it? Uh, if it were like, hey... Send us your DNA for free and we'll let you know if you're really Irish like everybody in your family thinks you are. I would do it. But I will say this. I have a I have a half brother, right? Same mom, different mm-hmm. dads. And we long thought because of my mom's side of the family, well, oh, we're Irish. Yeah, we're wearing green hats and crazy uh, four-leaf clover sunglasses on St. Patrick's Day. No, no, there's no Irish. 
He is, you know, you know how much Irish blood my, my half brother has? Bupkis, zero. So we're not Irish at all. <laughs> if I have any Irish, so what are I you? Choose... No idea. I haven't done it. Like I said, you know what I choose to tell people? He's a you know mutt. I choose to tell people? I am, I am a mutt. But my mom's okay. side of the family is from Pittsburgh. My dad's side of the family is from Texas. So there you go. I'm half yes. Yinzer. I'm half Texan. I don't know if you can get a more eclectic mix than that. I'll take it. That's awesome. Oh, this explains a lot, actually. Because I think somebody <laughs> was commenting that you did a really good Southern accent. And we're like, how does he nail this when he's from Pittsburgh? But now... Your lineage no, no has solved that dad. equation for my me. Daddy, my daddy worked on the King Ranch down in South Texas when he was a youngster. I ain't got no problem with Texas accent. Ooh, dog. Ooh, nailed it. Be all up, all right, be so... a whole lot cooler if you did. <laughs> what was the Morgan Wallen quote that we made fun of last week? Uh, I went to bed a winner and ain't nothing changed so let's try oh, to be some winners God. like morgan wallen okay. except for better grammar so let's get to some of these college games because chris mack is the host of the BetQLU podcast which drops each and every thursday night on the odyssey youtube channel so let's start out west we have number five washington visiting number 11 oregon state oregon state has been a cover machine this season and they're laying two and a half points but michael Penix jr has had a great season too so which is the correct side or which way are you leaning i can't believe washington is getting points i know it's in corvallis i know what oregon state has done three and zero at home against the spread in the pac-12 uh, just one against the spread loss. It was early in the season, a non-conference play. It just wasn't a cover. Um, they win their last two, and they're in the Pac-12 title game, most likely, the Beavers. Um, they're fourth in the Pac-12 in yards against and points against, but that is a bit off. I, I thought they would be right there with Utah, challenging Utah for the best defense in the conference, and they've had their hiccups along the way. This is a chance, though, for Oregon State to kind of give Washington and Oregon that big boot in the rear end on the way out the door as they have this big legal battle now over who runs the Pac-12, whether it's Oregon State and Washington State or it's uh, everybody still a part of the fun. Um, I think that doesn't have much to do with what's going to happen on the field, though. That's that's a fun thing to talk about in the tailgates and in the stands. Ultimately, this comes down – you mentioned Michael Penix Jr., Chelsea. At Washington's offense – sixth in the country in yards per game, fifth in points per game, coming off of 35 points and 457 yards against Utah, both the most the Utes have given up this year. So what more could they do against Oregon State? Um, two and, Oregon State getting points, in, or excuse me, laying points in this one makes no sense to me. I think Washington goes in and takes care of business. Chris, let's talk about the SEC and Georgia going into Neyland Stadium this weekend, taking on the Vols. Georgia is laying 10 points. The total is 58 and a half. I would lean Tennessee here, but I'm not going to play this game. You're the expert. Where are you going? Ooh, I have learned a valuable lesson over the last couple of weeks. Jenks, it's stop doubting the dogs. Um, mm. I know they didn't cover against Missouri, and I called that one. I'll take some credit for it. I'll pat myself on the back and pull a muscle yeah. while doing so. Um, but here's the thing. Against ranked opponents, they've played three now this year. Georgia is averaging over 44 points per game and only giving up 17. Yeah, that's a 27-point differential in their three games against ranked teams. They're going for the SEC record of 28 consecutive wins, which would break the, the record of 27 held by Bama, obviously. 
Um, Tennessee embarrassed by Mizzou last week. Just uh, it, they've lost to Florida and Bama already, so maybe there's a little bit of a of an emotional bounce back, a little bit of fight back, punch back, or maybe they're just a team that's lost in the wilderness. Right? They're seven and three, so they're definitely bowl eligible, but they're not going to a New Year's Six game, and they're just kind of playing out the string. Stop betting against Georgia. They're not even laying two touchdowns in this thing. Only laying 10. I think they go into Knoxville and take care of business. And again, prove to all of us who've doubted them all year why they Mm -hmm. shouldn't be doubted any longer. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I did see one nugget on this game that I thought was fascinating. Dolly Parton is going to be at the game. Big Tennessee fan. She, I think she lives oh. in Knoxville. But unless she's playing on the secondary, I still think it's probably Georgia. So, sorry, Dolly. Maybe you'll still be working 9 to 5, uh, trying to win some money on the Tennessee Vols. All right, next up, let's go to Michigan and Maryland. We have Michigan laying 19 here. Total of 50 and a half. Which is the side or which is the total that you'll be playing? Well, the Wolverines humbled my Nittany Lions last week, but that nine-point win over Penn State at Beaver Stadium last week is the only time Michigan has won in the Big Ten this year by anything fewer than 24 points. I'll rattle off the margin of victory for for the Wolverines in their six previous Big Ten games before they went to Happy Valley last week. 24, 38, 42, 45, 49, and 28. They're averaging a 37.7 point margin of victory in the Big Ten outside of that Penn State game. Maryland has fallen apart in the last month. They've lost four of their last five. They beat Nebraska last week, but they only scored 13 in doing so. Their offense has been a shambles. Last five games, they haven't gone over 400 yards of total offense, and they're only averaging 19 points a game. I think Michigan at this point, we can argue about how or why they've gotten there. They embody Big Ten football. They're only giving up 232 yards a game, best in the conference, seven and a half points per game, also best in the conference, and they're steamrolling people on the ground while leading the conference in points scored, 39 points a game and 173 rushing yards a game. This is what a Big Ten champ is supposed to look like, and at this point, now that they've, again, humbled my Nittany Lions. I kind of have to just hand it to them. I think they they go down to College Park and absolutely handle business. 19 and a half, not enough. They'll win by at least three touchdowns. Chris, let's look at the current Heisman odds. Right now, Bo Nix is your favorite at minus 110. Michael Penix Jr., plus 375. Jaden Daniels, 4-1. to one. Marvin Harrison Jr. at plus 550. Is there anyone that you like here, or is Bo Nix valuable at minus 110? I have a theory that there's still some really good value on Jaden Daniels. Not only are we talking about the guy with the best quarterback rating in the country, who's third in passing yards and second in uh, average yards per pass attempt, number one in passing TDs, but he's also leading the country's quarterbacks in rushing, almost 1,000 yards. Uh, He'll end up with 1,000 by the end of the year, eight yards per carry, eight rushing touchdowns. And what I think we might have happen 
is you'll get those two Pac-12 quarterbacks splitting some votes out West. That's the thing with the Heisman. We always just assume that it's going to go to statistically the best player. It doesn't. It's voted on by people like you and me in some cases, like guys Mm -hmm. who won the Heisman 55 years ago and are now eating pudding at a nursing home. And they go, Daniels. so I think they've got an opportunity, too, to maybe run up some some of those numbers that people do look at when they vote, uh, as they've got Georgia State this week, LSU does. Uh, I think there's still really good value on Daniels at 4-1 to one because Penix and Knicks will split some of the Pac-12 vote. And the last time you've had back-to-back Pac-12 Heisman winners without USC involved in at least one of them is never. So I don't suspect we're going to get back-to-back Pac-12 Heisman champs. At least I think that's where we find some value on Jaden Daniels. Marvin Harrison Jr. still too far outside the picture for me with the only Big Ten wide receiver to ever win a Heisman being Desmond Howard over 30 years ago. He is host of the BetQLU podcast, which drops every Thursday night which means tonight on the Odyssey YouTube channel. Also host on 93.7, the fan in Pittsburgh. And he's half Yenzer and half Texan. It is our friend, Chris Mack. Chris, we appreciate it, bud. Yenzha or something. Yenzha. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Yenzha. You think that'll catch on? I think there's no possibility at all. No, Mm. I don't think so. Maybe amongst the Mack family, they'll say it to each other and chuckle and say, well, that's just an us thing. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.